What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's a Tuesday. It's time for another episode of the One Broke Actress podcast. What is this, you might ask? Well, this is an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. Who am I, you might ask? I am Sam Valentine, your resident broke actress. Sometimes saying this over and over gets a little repetitive, so I'm trying to mix it up. I don't know. Anyways, guys, I hope you're having a really good week so far. I just wanted to touch on a couple of things before we get into today's episode with Spencer. First things first, your skimmed, updated weekly entertainment email, top headlines, you need to know. Are you signed up for that? If not, you should be. You should go to onebrokeactress.com and sign up. Super easy. Click subscribe, put your email in there, and then once a week, myself and Jenna Mishno will send you an updated email of what's going on in the entertainment business and a little fun headlines that we think are good for you to know. If you're already signed up, cool. Let me know that you're enjoying it. I'd love to hear what type of entertainment news you guys want to hear more of. So you can tell me that and follow me on Instagram at Sam Valentine. And you can also subscribe. So- I'm not deleting that because that was funny. You can also subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and in SoundCloud, and that means the world to me. It really does. And also, if you listen to today's podcast and you enjoyed any bit of it whatsoever, do me a favor and screenshot it and put it in your Instagram story and tag me at Sam Valentine so I can follow you back and appreciate you for sharing the podcast because it helps so much for it to get seen by new actors so that way I can produce more content for you and for other new people to find. So that's the circle of life we have here, guys. All right, let's talk about Spencer. Wow. Do you guys know Spencer? Spencer Clark? I bet you do. (laughs) Give him a little IMDb look and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. You've seen him in everything. Spencer has been an actor since he was a kid, like really little. He did Gladiator when he was 11. He's been all over, all over. And he just recently finished up the M. Night Shyamalan and Bruce Willis sequel to Split called Glass which sounds so cool. And he kind of talks about his experience on that film set, working with that crew in a little bit of today's podcast. We also talk about what classes he's taken, how he stays sharp in between projects, how he self-tapes and his tips, um, a simple little thing or two you can do to make your self-tapes even better. And we kind of talk about a lot of things about routine in L.A., We cover a whole spectrum of stuff on this one, so I think you will enjoy it because it's a very different perspective talking to someone who's been working since they were so young. I think usually we assume that people are jaded or weird or, you know, a little off if they were a child actor, but Spencer's a really cool down-to-earth guy, and I think you'll really appreciate him and all of his hard work in today's podcast. So give it a listen and let me know what you think. Oh, also, just so you guys know, uh, I always ask your podcast guests what they had for breakfast before we record to do my sound check. And his answer was so funny that I just left it in. So that's where we're starting from today. Without further ado, please enjoy Spencer Clark. And just tell me what you had for breakfast. Today for breakfast, um, I had a... Carmelito bar, uh, chocolate, and <laughs> the caramel from Whole Foods that I discovered in my pantry because I was running around. Yes, and I had an Eggo waffle. <laughs> just, just trying to live that life, you know. <laughs> oh my God, that's 
That's amazing. It was a, it was like a uh, cooked chocolate bar. It was like one of like from the bulk cookie section of Whole Foods. Oh, okay. So that makes it better. Someone it was like a classy it. chocolate bar. <laughs> it wasn't like I just had a Snickers. I rolled out of bed and had a, a crunch bar. Listen, if you can do that and still live in Los Angeles, I give you a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's talk about um, this. Looks really good. So let's begin in the beginning. Okay. You got into acting really young. Mm-hmm. How? Oh, this is Spencer, by the way. I'll give you an intro before this in the podcast. Sounds but. good. <laughs> um, yeah. I, how did I get, how did I, what was the question? That, how did I get involved in acting? Yeah, from age? such a young age, yeah. Um, I, th- I kind of fought, my sister's two years older, and she was just this little blonde-haired, blue-eyed, adorable little child um, that, was you know she was like a Johnson and Johnson like baby like early on and, and my um my mom's a figure skating coach and one of her students had been doing that kind of thing like commercials and stuff and um the mom of this student was like you should you have to bring your your daughter into the city we, we lived in the suburbs of New York um and so my sister did like some commercial work like very early on and that was sort of um that opened the door to, to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always her thing. Um, I was not the blonde haired, blue eyed little child that she was. I was like a little egg, um, <laughs> and, and like horribly blind, like Coke bottle glasses. Um, but yeah, that was sort of like the introduction to, um, the industry for, my family and we did a lot of um, musical theater growing up, a lot of music, mm. um, Very singing New York. And, and piano. Yeah, um, my sister was like a little little Broadway kid. She was um, in Les Mis and Christmas Carol. What? Um, so, yeah, and then and then I I sort of followed suit. I you know it was she's two years older exactly, and um, I did like I did a did a soap opera um, early on. Uh, it's called Another World. Do you, and, wait, do you remember when you decided you wanted to do this or were you so young you don't really remember? Um, so at that age, it was just something fun that we did. Like my mom's like very early on, like we stopped doing commercials and, and print stuff because that was just sort of more of a felt more like working your child. You know, it, was, it opened up a lot of doors for, you know, it also allowed like, you know, we were making money that we would then put into like you know uh, singing lessons and stuff like that yeah. that um that was kind of cool and so it was I think it was just my mom trying to um open doors that otherwise wouldn't have been there for us um do you remember what it was like going to auditions as a kid because I see kids in auditions all the time and some of them look like they're having such a good time and uh-huh. some of them look effing miserable <laughs> yeah because some yeah exactly <laughs> um <laughs> I, yeah, we, we, um, my mom was like pretty, uh, deliberate about what she would expose us to and what she wouldn't. Um, but yeah, it was just something fun. It was driving into this city and being in New York and, um, it wasn't necessarily like at that time it wasn't like a career push or anything like that. Mm. Um, I think that helps. Yeah, I mean, I would never introduce, if my kids wanted to act at a young age, I'd say, great, like, let's, well, there's a community theater down the street that ha- you can take some classes or, you know, <laughs> you should go do the school play and stuff. 
um, I wouldn't be like, let's go take you to a Wendy's commercial <laughs> in, in, in New York. You're definitely not but, gonna learn to act there. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then and then it wasn't until like um, when I was like ten or eleven that I I got I did some movies and that was you know, the appeal for me really then was to travel and being on set is incredibly cool, even at that age. Um, but it was really around like sort of after high school and choosing like where I wanted to go to school for, for college. Um, I knew that I did want to go to college. I didn't want to just move out here. Um, and that was sort of where I was like, no, this is something that I, I love and, and want to pursue. That's so cool. Yeah. So how was it then coming from doing something like all these big movies when you were a kid, like Gladiator and stuff, and then going to school? Did you go to school in between, or did you stop Did you stop doing films for a while to finish like high school? Um, yeah. Or did you work I mean, through? Yes and no. Um, I still did. Like, I went to boarding school, too, so um, education was always sort of the priority. Again, mm-hmm. like, acting was something that – we did for fun even when you were doing like bigger stuff it was still just like yeah it was an opportunity to travel I mean when I was 11 I did gladiator and I was in Malta (laughs) and I'd never been out of the country and all of a sudden I'm in this like tiny little Mediterranean country and and uh you know uh, uh, there was a lot of um you know we were involved in in Kosovo at the time it was it was crazy to see like warships coming in out of the harbor and I'd grown up in like you know the in Connecticut outside of New York City and you know, I'd never traveled or anything like that. So it was it was um, you know, an opportunity to travel and see culture and be around adults and um so I think that was that was like my main you know, that was why acting was fun for me then was like being on set and, you know, doing something cool and learning outside of school. Yeah. Um and, you know, I did appreciate the craft for sure, but you're eleven years old, it's a completely different experience. I, I can watch those movies effortlessly now you know it's kind of oh I, I was like gonna ask you people, that like you know you watch yourself act and it's like can be uncomfortable and but those movies I can watch because it seems like a completely different person right because <laughs> it was because it was because it was an 11 year old English like, girl <laughs> <laughs> what um for you though being on like sets as a kid did you feel mm-hmm. like because now when you're an adult and you're on a set, I think mm-hmm. you know how big of a deal it is when you're there. Yeah. Did you feel like it was a big deal? Was there any pressure? Was it pretty, was it pretty fun most of the time as a kid or was it like, cause it's just such a different world now, you know, um, as you get older and grow into it. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was super fun. I mean, it was so awesome. Yeah. And everyone's so incredibly kind and nice to you when you're, that age like you know it's funny talking like I feel like I've I've met actors or like talked to people who have worked on projects when I was little that I've reconnected with that have had completely different experiences really on those sets um and so but you know I'm like oh I didn't pick up on any of that stuff obviously because you've been shielded from it and just everyone's so so nice to you and for me it was so cool like you know, take Gladiator, for example, the example we were just using, like they had, had massive sets that they were building in an armory and, and oh God, as a child, yeah, as an 11 year old, you'd oh like go God. up and be like, how do you make that sword? And like, what's that thing do on the camera? And like, now they'd be like, let me do my job, you know, like get out of here. And at the time they're like, oh, this is that. And this is, so you're just like learning. And, um, yeah, it's so fun. 
That's so cool. Okay, yeah. So you finished high school uh-huh. and you decided you wanted to do this. Did you end up going to college for acting then? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I, um, yeah, it's funny. I, I think that like school and acting, I always kept very separate. Um, I think it's just like, I don't, I don't, you know, the psychology behind it. I think I just, you at that age, you like anything to stand out. You don't want to like be different or anything like that. And, and yet and acting was something that I was so fun for me that I, I love doing, but I, in school, I wanted to be just like as normal as possible. And, you know, I was still playing sports and stuff and it just, it, it didn't define, or I, at least I tried to not let it define me as much as possible. Like I think to a fault, I think that maybe had like a little bit of a hang up on it. Mm. But, um, so because it had been so separate, I knew that I wanted to go to college and go to school. I, I didn't even really consider, um, studying acting in college. Um, but I did know that I wanted to keep pursuing it. So that was really a big choice for me is to, um, I didn't look at schools on the West Coast, but I sort of knew that I, that if I wanted to keep acting at least professionally, I would have to, to go to school in New York. Um, so Where'd you end up going? I went to Columbia. Okay. I went to Columbia and yeah, I was, I was going to class and then like going to auditions, you know, yeah. it was just kind of seamlessly a cop and subway and stuff. Um, yeah. So, wait, so how did you get to L.A. then? When did you decide that was the next job? I moved out right after college. Okay. Um, I I feel like I, I ne- didn't necessarily intend to move out here. I thought, at least for um, a long period of time, I thought, you know, I'd get away from school and my friends who I love, but were, you know, I wanted to distinguish between college and my career, so I think a little change of scenery was um, was what I needed. What did you graduate with a degree in? I was econ poli sci. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. I love it. Do you ever use it in your day-to-day life? Um, I'm a little bit of a political junkie. Okay. Um, and, yeah, oh, I, I was... I know that about you. I was, uh, I was definitely... Um, Math was sort of my strong suit in school, and uh, Ooh, interesting for a creative. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I didn't necessarily want to study math, um, so like that's kind of I had like a lot of the math requirements for econ. There was a professor of, of a econ class that I took really on that I that I really liked, um, which sort of um, made me take more econ classes and and then um poli sci was during the election was going on in 08 um and i felt particularly inspired by barack obama um so (laughs) i ended up taking a lot of political science classes and that sort of led me to that i started as architecture i started as a wow and um and that was like a full-time job along with i was gonna take a couple weeks off uh to do a do a movie with with james gandolfini actually which would have been super cool um, it ended up not happening and they, it got pushed back and then got pushed back again and never got made. Um, but I was planning on missing two weeks at the end of the semester and I went to like a bunch of my classes and they were like, okay, yeah, no problem. Like here's the course load or whatever. And I went to the, my architecture studio class and, um, the teacher was like, yeah, but like you can't like, that's just take the next semester. And I was like, all right, well, if this is going to be how it is, like, I don't think that I can you gotta make that choice. pursue this. I mean, yeah. it's fine. I, I wasn't going to be an architect, but it was definitely... <laughs> Um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I maybe it would have. So well, clearly things are working out okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so you make the move to LA. Uh-huh. So at this point, so unlike a lot of people who graduate and move to LA, mm-hmm. you have a pocket full of credits from you know mm-hmm. 
from kid to through high school, through, you know, right. here and there. So you show up to L.A., mm-hmm. and then what? <laughs> what um, do you do when you show up with a little a little cushion behind you? Did yeah. You, I, did you get a side job? How did you find a place to live? Like, I like, like, the minutia. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting because I'd already spent a lot of time out here um, for, you know, I'd, I'd I'd actually even like driven out here, so I knew my way around pretty well, and I had relationships like both in in the industry just through friends, but even like casting directors and stuff. Um, so, in a lot of ways, I had a pretty easy. You know, it's funny all the time I have people ask me about, you know, helping like advice on getting an agent and getting a SAG card and like doing all that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. Like I've. I it's you know exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no we're like six um, oh my god yes, I, and, I wonder how much money it was then yeah, <laughs> like a thousand dollars um but so um yeah I definitely had a foundation um on which to rely on coming out here and um my sister uh lived out here prior to me she she actually stopped acting when she was sort of in like her early teens right around the time where I was like oh this is definitely what I want to do like this is really cool and and, and started developing it she she kind of got interested in other things she's a writer actually she's a tv writer out here oh cool and um so she was out here already and uh I ended up moving into her place I was out here looking for an apartment with a, a friend from college and it was um right around you know it was impossible to get a, a at a job in, in 2010 like sort of like during the recession stuff so his job was sort of up in the air and he was like I don't know I'm gonna stay in LA and I was like okay well like I've got a new place to live so my sister was like stay at my house I'm gonna go stay at my my boyfriend's for the week and um and so I did that in the end of that week she was like I'm moving with my boyfriend now her husband who she has um a three-year-old with um and I yeah, so I ended up living in Santa Monica with um, with one of her best friends, who was an English PhD student at the time. So it's not like your typical nice actors. Like <laughs> I highly recommend living in a, yeah mixing up your living situations. I think it <laughs> I've works never out lived well. with an actor before. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever lived with an actor before either. <laughs> I think in the long run, I mean, I I think there's certain types of people that can pull it off. Yeah, but I like hanging out with people who don't have the exact same problems mm-hmm. as me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're out here, so you're, did you reach out to the people, like the casting directors and things that you knew beforehand, and did you have an agent you brought over from New York, or did you have, yeah, I've been with my agent for like, I don't know, 20 plus years now. Jesus Christ, that's Uh amazing. Yeah. So you guys are tight. Yeah, well, I also, I mean, I moved out here, and and, um, uh, I initially was with um, a now defunct agency called J. Michael Blumen in New York City, and um, my agent was Victoria Cress, who now is, runs the children's department at Abrams, um, mm. who's just wonderful, and um, she was working for Don Buckhold at the time, and uh, and then I, when I came out here, I, I it was sort of a transition, too, from the kids' department to the adult department, too, so I, I stayed with Buckwald, but, you know, it was a whole new set of team, like people who I'd met and sort of knew, but I was... It's not sort of like new agents, yeah. new agents, but it was out here in Los Angeles instead. It wasn't with their new department and it wasn't with the kids department. So, so then we start auditioning in LA. Was it, is it different in auditioning in LA than it is in New York? Um, yes. Uh, I think that 
it was also strange in New York, like when I, especially when I was living there as an adult, because I literally was just like hopping on the subway and go down and and, and you just like you know twenty minutes down, you hop in for audition, you like come back and go to class. It was like kind of a dream. You didn't have to find parking. Yeah, somewhere. you didn't have to like drive from Santa Monica to freaking Valley, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you're downtown. And then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I will say that there is sort of some magic. I mean, now it's all self tapes, which I hate. Um, <laughs> Do you hate them? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go I back to this. Um, but uh, I, there is, I love stepping on a lot. You know, that magic of that I don't think ever really goes away, whether you're going, you're showing up at work at, at, at five in the morning um, to shoot something, or even whether you're just going to audition. Like, there's something to be said about, you know, driving out to the Paramount lot and going through those gates. Like, the romance of Hollywood, I feel like, really slaps you right in the face in, like, the best way possible. It's maybe uh, not the best analogy. No, it is. It's so <laughs> caress, nice. Gently caresses your face. Gently. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best, especially when you're there, like, you have a drive-on pass, mm-hmm. too. And I'm just like, everything's working out. And you feel like it's, yeah. like, this next step, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you walk in the room, and you're like, this is just as dirty and small and badly lit as every <laughs> yeah, exactly. other audition room I've ever been in. Yeah. So it's similar in that aspect, but do you feel like, is there a different vibe to auditions? Um, just because I've heard there's a vibe to like New York actors that's slightly different mm-hmm. than LA. Um, but I actually, I've never acted in New York, so. Right. Um, I feel like I've been out here so long that I can't really like play off my like New York sensibility. I feel like sometimes yeah. you come to, like when I've lived in New York and come out here and come out for like a screen test or something and you'd go like take generals or like maybe go on a couple auditions and and um there's just sort of this mystique from being from new york and i feel like all that's gone now because (laughs) just another jaded los angeles actor (laughs) um but it's funny how fast that happens (laughs) uh, yeah i don't i don't know it's um you don't seem that jaded to me i don't think i am i don't think you are either (laughs) did you have any qualms going into TV auditions as opposed to film? I know you said you started in soap opera, but then you mostly mm-hmm. did film, right? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I, because um, TV meant, I mean, the soap opera was in New York, and I like was worked very seldom, and um, you know, it wasn't like I was working there five times a week. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was great experience being on set and stuff, but I, you know, I was not uh, constantly working on that show. Um, but uh, yeah, and then for, you know, for as a as a child, like, and doing a TV show kind of meant moving to LA and and dropping out of school. So I did, it wasn't really something that I even explored. I pretty much only oh, went out for film. That. Um, that film's more temporary. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That didn't cross my mind. Yeah, it's like you, you know, I would, I would, you'd leave for a couple of months and you have a tutor and you, you come right back in and, you know, it's like my parents weren't going to move to Los Angeles for my <laughs> 15 year old acting career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, nor would I have wanted them to. Um, but yeah, and I mean, and now there's like so much great television out here. I feel like it's sort of, um, it's that's kind of where it's at right now yeah um but uh yeah i mean i just finished doing a, a movie this this fall that um and you know i haven't been on like a really big set like that and you know a film set like that in a while so it's mostly been television so. can you talk about it i can talk about okay, it. okay yeah, yeah. Um, i saw it on imdb so i figured yeah, yeah, you yeah. that i wanted to check yeah no i can't talk about it um do you want me to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you don't have to like sell me the movie. No, but. no, no. Yeah, so I was just working on. It's kind of cool, actually. It was um, so I was in Unbreakable um, when I was I don't know eleven, no twelve, thirteen. I don't know. It was yeah. a while ago, <laughs> eighteen years ago or something. Wow. Um, and that Night Shyamalan directed, and I just uh, finished in before the holidays. Uh, the movie it's called glass and it's the sequel to both unbreakable and then split as well the james mcavoy so movie cool so, so what is it like going back to a crew like a similar mm-hmm. crew of people yeah, that you worked with people. when you were a kid and now you're fully grown fully have a career yeah what what is that like it's it was wild it was wild i mean actually a lot of those same people because it's you know films in philadelphia and Night, it employs a lot of the same people throughout. Um, you know, there were probably 20-plus people who worked on Unbreakable that were working on that movie, from drivers to caterers to, you know, wow. people in the lighting department. That, um, yeah, it was pretty – it was it was wild. I had, um, you know, I pulled out some of – my mom saved everything, of course, as moms <laughs> do. Um, so I had my, like, my old script with, like, my 12-year-old handwriting notes in it. Um, yeah. No, it's like he's sad, or like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and in that I had talked to you know I had like you know little what are like three by five, three and a half by five and a half inch, whatever the no one prints photographs anymore, but right. I had like actually printed like the Walgreens printed yeah pictures. exactly yeah um, you know just like photos of of people of, of like you know like the guy does does um, does playback like Chris Murphy like this this guy who I I didn't even realize had been on. Unbreakable. He hadn't even mentioned it, and I'm looking at this photo, and I'm like, "Oh my God, that's Chris. I just met his kids yesterday, and that's Chris Murphy at like at 25 years old behind oh the monitor." God. So it was, you know, it was fun having stuff like that. Um, and then Knight, obviously, he was younger than I am now when he directed that movie. He was 29, which is I crazy. like how you casually just called him Knight. That's so cool. M Knight Shyamalan. That's so big league. What, what's he like? Is he cool? Yeah, he's so What's cool. He cool to work with. He's so cool to work with. You have um, a li- you have a list of directors, my friend. You have, <laughs> I mean, like Ridley Scott, Joss Whedon, M Night Shyamalan, Clint Eastwood, to name a few. Like you are. Th- what is that like to work with those people? It's cool. I mean, everyone has a different style. Um, are they all extremely different? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was I, with. You know, again, we were talking about TV and film, and I feel like I've done so much television recently where it's, you just don't have the time to, you're, you're mostly shooting coverage, and you're, mm-hmm. um, and it was, with night, everything is, is a oneer or like, you know, everything is a continuous shot with big camera movements, and I'm, you know, it's, we didn't really block that much, like, you show up on set, and it's like, you know, you stand here, and you say this line, and then you move like not to say that there wasn't artistry at all. I mean, there totally was, and and at first it was a little unsettling because I had it it been so long since I was like, okay, that's my mark. We, what if you know, what if I want to stand over there? And it's like, well, the you're, the camera's not going to see you over there. <laughs> like this is where you're standing. <laughs> and you know, with night it was so exciting because you knew that it was going to look amazing, and he had this whole vision planned out. Like everything was storyboarded. Um, Does he work with the same DP most of the time? He, uh, the, um, uh, Mike G, who, who did it, who was the DP on, um, on Glass, I think the first time they worked together was on Split. Okay. Maybe he did the visit. I'm it's just not such a, sure. such a type of filmmaking. I feel like he would have someone yeah. similar. Um, it was actually, I mean, 
I feel like oftentimes you you kind of show up on set and you 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 um you know do your scene and then you disappear back to your trailer or whatever and um and I felt like I'd never left that set because I was constantly learning and watching and um Knight was super receptive to that like he you know like one day I finished my stuff and he was like hey like we're we're going downstairs and we're um you know, we're, I'm shooting this really cool shot of Sam, Samuel L. Jackson. If you <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I think you're gonna be really into it. Like this really cool camera move. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, we're also, you know, I'm, I'm what am I gonna go like sit back in my hotel room? No, I'm gonna watch Night Shyamalan direct a freaking movie. It yeah, was so cool. Hell yeah. So I felt like whenever I wasn't working, I was just like kind of over his shoulder, shadowing him like That's a amazing. parrot. And he was he was really um, he was really receptive to that. He was extremely warm. I mean, that guy is he. Um, I feel like everyone on set had sort of, sort of a similar experience, no matter what their their job was. That's um, so cool. I always tell people I'm on this big tangent right now of telling mm-hmm. people like when you get a chance to work on set, mm-hmm. to like take every advantage you can to not be in the way, but like maintain your safe distance. Yeah. But just listen and like right. learn because there's so much cool stuff you can see and pick mm-hmm. up on and like from just like being an observer in those situations totally that's the magic of like what we do i feel like yeah. you know the no one person can do every job on set no it's it's such a machine yeah that's so crazy okay so you got to work with the same people again that was so do you feel like did you feel in your acting that you had like an opportunity to kind of show how far you've come you know because when you're a kid you're kind of just doing what you're doing um or did it even cross your mind you were just i don't working. think that really crossed my mind it was cool though to return to a character that um or like also you know i i had basically agreed to do this movie without knowing anything about what had happened to that character and without seeing a script 18 years yeah obviously it was like <laughs> what was it gonna be like no I'm not yeah right. like, you put me in a clown suit and like lock me in a basement and like not give me that any lines very like, this year. That's <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that movie exists no but I would have literally done anything um and which made it that much more exciting when I you know I got to read the script and it was a well-developed like you know awesome character that I was super excited to play but um yeah it was fun to sort of like have this sort of base of like you know, you do all this like backstory stuff and it's like, oh no, I can like, there's a, there's a movie that exists (laughs) and it's me. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. You have the base already to Mm -hmm. work with. So that's sick. Okay. That's awesome. It was cool. So obviously you didn't have to audition for that one. <laughs> no, I didn't. I got a phone call from Knight, and he was like, "Hey, what's up? Oh. Are you available this fall?" <laughs> and you're like, "Let me see. Yep, all open. <laughs> you can answer that question." <laughs> so when you, but when you do audition, uh-huh. um, you said you hate self tapes. Let's talk yeah. about being in the room for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like being in the room more yeah. than self tapes. There's advantages and disadvantages, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel you've learned to audition in a room well? Because That's some people credit a class, yeah, and some people credit just auditioning nonstop. Right. Um, what was what was kind of your learning curve? Because it's auditions varies different from acting on set, you know. Mm-hmm. So, w- what for you has been kind of the the learning curve of that? Um, I mean, I feel like it it ebbs and flows. Um, in that, like sometimes you have confidence and sometimes you don't. Um, and ironically, as I feel like I, as I, may, you know, maybe gotten like a little bit older, I feel like I've 
sort of started to second guess myself more and more. Um, just like going in, I feel like once I get in the room, I, I generally am pretty comfortable, although not always. Um, and you, you have certain people that like, you know, there are casting directors that I have relationships with um, that I just like immediately put me at ease. And, you know, ultimately like they want to see you do your best work or they, at least they should, you know, sometimes they just want to get you through there so they can see the next 150 people that they have to see. But, um, so that's like extremely comforting going in with a casting director who will be like, who, you know, who you, who I've, you know, who I know, who I know is trying to get the best out of me, who, you know, so even sometimes be like, is, are you happy with that? Like, do you want to like, is there anything else you want to do? And like, that is oh, so best. incredible to have, to have that. Um, uh, but you know, as far as, you know, yeah, I, I have worked with acting coaches like, like, um, Sarah Mornell, who I know, you know, and, oh, yeah. um, yeah, oh, I didn't know that. yeah, Mara Turley is an, another acting coach that I, um, will do like coaching for, um, auditions. What, sometimes what it doesn't, Myra Turley. Myra Turley, um, you know, sometimes that doesn't always help either. I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes it can. I can help make you overthink things yeah, yeah, yeah. and especially <laughs> with like the, the circumstances change. Um, you know, I feel like you have to be a little bit more adaptable, but you know, auditioning is so different than being on set. It is right. It's a completely different skill set. <laughs> so I mean related for sure, but like but it's, it's a, the monster. set of factors are completely different. Oof. So auditioning sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will say though that there's something about like self taping where, I feel like uh, oftentimes I won't just be able to let go. And are you the kind of person who self who does the scene like fifty times? Like, or what kind uh, of self? It depends. Are you? Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I do it twice, and I'm like, okay, feel great fun. about it. Or other times, <laughs> I definitely make sure that I'm when I am self taping that I'm fully prepared before I. I want to prepare as if I'm going in for audition. I don't want to like half know the lines because oftentimes I feel like the best takes are the first two you do and if you blow oh, those by not knowing the words or whatever because mm-hmm. you don't need to because the cast nurture's on there because you're with a friend in your living room or whatever i feel like um you miss out on that opportunity of having the material be fresh but i find myself when i self-tape I'll, I'll sometimes be directing myself while i'm acting and that's never a good way to approach anything yeah um so <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's just like hard to let go. Whereas, like, you walk in an audition room, like you can't see the frame, you can't, you know, you don't. Yeah. And that element of taking that control away from you, I feel like, really actually really helps me. Oh, so. interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I know a lot of actors who feel the opposite. So that's very interesting. Right. I like that kind of viewpoint of difference. Mm-hmm. Do you? What do you film on? Do you film on a camera or your phone? Um, sometimes I'll do it. Yeah, I have like a, I have a nice like, I have a Sony, uh, like photography camera that sometimes I'll use but to be honest the iPhone 8 is so freaking good now that I I more important than what I film it on I feel like is lighting it well Um, yeah getting a getting lighting kit we were talking about this before we started but do you have a lighting kit too Mm -hmm. yeah it's the you guys it's so worth the investment totally it's so it's the best and then you can use it for like pictures and stuff too Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so in terms of classes and stuff did you Mm -hmm. mainly just have acting coaches along the way or have you been into classes ever um yeah i mean i've uh i've taken some classes like i i like here i'll take deb aquila's master class um when i'm like if i 
you know, I'm, I'm not working or just to, like stay sharp. And also like there's, she has some incredible actors that work in that. And it's like an opportunity to work, to work with some really great people. Um, and just to, like watch other people and see them do their craft. I found that it's been very helpful for me. Um, is it a scene study class? It's a scene study class. Yeah. Um, and you know, oftentimes you're not even like, she will sit there and critique and you know, you, yeah, you perform, um, I three times throughout the course of the class, but sometimes you show up and like you literally are just watching. You're you're not performing that oh, week, um, and I actually get a lot out of, out of that as well, like oh, seeing right. what choices people have made, maybe thinking about what you would have done differently, and watching her um, do her thing. She's amazing, um, and you know there are actors out here that I um, really respect who I'm friends with that I'll work on stuff with um, as well. And um, that's been incredibly helpful to me too. Like that's sort of the, one of the things I really like about living in LA versus New York is um, I didn't really have that community, mostly because I was in college and my friends weren't actors per se. Um, You're actually the second person who said that. I had uh, Katrina Bowden on and she uh, was, said she loved moving to LA because you could say, oh, I went to an audition and everyone's like, oh, cool. In LA, no one like questions it. Like, right, what right. are you going to hear back? What are you going to get? Da, 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 da. Yeah. She was like, when I was in New York, most of my friends weren't in the business. And right. And were like, ask 10,000 questions. And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's also the opposite, too, where you can, like, walk in a room where, like, that's all anybody wants to talk about, too, which... Yes. Um, but I, I was saying more, like, that spirit of collaboration where, like, I feel like I have so many talented friends out here who um, I can rely on for help or for, for those kind of things or... Yeah. You know, it's fun to stay busy. I think so many friends who are talented filmmakers would be like, hey, like, can you work in the short? Or, you know, it's, and it's, yeah. and absolutely. Yeah, yeah to keep it fun. Mm -hmm. For you then staying, like, as a healthy, fit actor in mm -hmm. LA, I love to know everyone's, like, routines and stuff. Do you have a morning routine that you stick to? Um, or is there any part of your day where you try to stick to, like, a, a set schedule because it's it's so hard because right. your day is so different every single day. Yeah. So how do you keep your sanity in like the the day to day? I guess. Um, in the day to day, <laughs> uh, you're pretty down to earth. You're pretty centered. You feel like you're pretty grounded. I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I mean I don't. I even if I can, like, I'm not gonna sleep till noon. Like, I that that's I'd, be, I'd go out of my mind. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm generally pretty early to rise. Uh. I mean, right now I've been really busy, to be honest. Like, I'm working on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the ABC show, and then on Animal Kingdom, a TNT show that are they're both um, uh, shows that I've been recurring on for a couple seasons. They'll keep bringing me back, which awesome. is fun. Um, are they fun? Yeah, super fun. Super fun. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks so fun. It's a blast. Is and it? Those people are so... The, actors and the crew and the team of writers like it's like that I went in for the table read yesterday and it's I just had a smile on my face the whole time because everyone's so friendly and it's like it's just such a good time um so cool and like you know you go in and like the I remember my first day working on that a couple of seasons ago they were like I walk on set and they're like crashing cars and they filmed it feels like a, a film set from the 90s when like they had money to, like, really do cool stuff like that <laughs> I love like, that from the 90s um, when everyone had money <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um and then um, Animal Kingdom's been a blast, too. Like, I, 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 the guy I got to work with, Jake Weary, the most, he's a really talented actor, so it's been really, really fun working with him. And it's um, John Wells. It's John Wells' show. He does, has, you know, he's done a million things. Yeah. Um, but um, 
that's been really cool too. So and I, I play a surfer, and, which is kind of cool. <laughs> you <laughs> which, surf, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you surf a lot, right? I try not to talk about it too much because. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want to go on a tangent? You want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just it's something I like to be in the water, and it's uh, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, from, I'm a kid of, from Connecticut. It's like I don't, didn't grow up doing it. Got but it. It's, um, but that can be part of your like sanity keeping thing. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? That's what I was gonna say. It's like I, you know, I I spend a lot of time outdoors. I, one of the things I love about Los Angeles is you know access to the mountains and the ocean. So that um, when I do have more free time, that's I'm spending a lot of time running around the mountains and being in the water and yeah. doing that kind of thing. So I got plenty of hobbies. <laughs> Don't we all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a good way to keep saying, actually, is yeah. I think having a passion project, whether it be a sport or a team or something you do, mm-hmm. is, like, really important. <laughs> Definitely. So that so you don't have any, like, set routines that you stick to. You kind of just yeah. roll with the day. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, so what are you... What are some of, like, the... What do you mean? Like what? different? Well, yeah. different people have different things. You know, some people like I like to meditate in the morning, and right. then I like to work out, and then I like to yeah. But I'm always curious because I have such a hard time nailing down a day to day because mm-hmm. some days I work at six a.m., some days I work at five p.m., some yeah. days I you know, and then I get an audition at two, and then you know, so it's like right. I can't. I have trouble establishing. So it's basically a very selfish question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble. I figure like to piece together things from other people right. and see like what works and what. Yeah. What keeps them steady? Yeah. Um, but it's if 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 you function well without a routine, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I do like to keep myself busy. I'm yeah. Not like I'll go crazy. So. <laughs> I like to like book like like travel too. I feel like that sometimes. I it's yeah. a like if you you book a trip, you're probably gonna book a job. <laughs> Just like an old <laughs> old trope. Um, so true. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's nice to like, have things like that to look forward yeah. to. <laughs> uh, oh my God, it's so true every freaking time. Um, okay, so how do you stay healthy? What's your what's your uh, health and fitness? Um, so I, uh, there's a, a, I, I joined a CrossFit gym. Oh, um, so by chance. Years ago. <laughs> we know each um, other from CrossFit. Uh, but it's right at the end of my block. Um, and I feel like when I first signed up, I was like really doing it a lot. And now it's sort of just supplements. Um, supplements like everything else I do. I, I mountain bike a lot. I ski. Do you still um, climb? I do. Yeah. I, I'm not really like a, I like to rock climb, but I, um, I've never really been like a gym rat. Never really. I like to climb outside. I, yeah. Right before, um, in October I was back for, uh, from Philadelphia where I was filming for like a couple of weeks and I did a cool rock climbing trip. I did, did Mount Whitney in the fall, which was fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm always super active um, living in Los Angeles. So um, yeah, it's but a great part. yeah, it's less like in the gym now than um, than it has been in the past. Um, but yeah, that's what I love about LA. Like I live, you know, in the neighborhood that we're in right now. Actually, I'm I'm pretty close by, and I, I'll run these hills oftentimes. Sometimes oh, yeah. I'll even go up on my bike, which I'm not supposed to do. But ooh, <laughs> bikes and runyon. Yeah, well, not like runyon proper. Right, <laughs> I'd probably get arrested, like, <laughs> or like pelted by like rocks. By yeah, and all the moms in the their dog. strollers. Yeah, exactly. The stroller moms would berate me until I left in shame. Oh my god. Um, okay, so okay, I have one last question. Mm-hmm. So, if you could have told yourself something about acting, and mm-hmm. this is going to be kind of a tough question for you because you've okay. done it first since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. If you would have known something about acting or acting in L.A., either one, 
Mm-hmm. Um, if there's something, whether big or small, that you wish you would have known that we could tell actors who are out there now just starting. Interesting. Um, I mean, like, I feel like it's always good to create and to, to get involved with other people and to keep flexing that muscle. Like, I know personally, like, I wish that um, I had been more involved, like, on campus and even in high school and stuff, like, getting involved in, in school productions. I think that, um, you know, we talked earlier about, like, my hesitancy to to fuse sort of my school and social life with acting, but um, I think that was probably a mistake. I think I was probably also, like, afraid of, like, you know, everyone knew that I, like, acted outside of school, so what if I, like, came to the school play and, like, sucked? You know, that would be really embarrassing. So. <laughs> you gotta <set> yeah. <laughs> um, But so I think it's just to... to um, to to stay creative and and um you know I also know so many friends out here that have that were you know were making shorts with with their friends and you know doing stuff online that now are like they're all working together doing like really awesome stuff and like are getting their shows produced and stuff and it was not long ago that they were that they were all making stuff together in their living room like it does translate for sure awesome. like it's something that you get better at whether it's acting or filmmaking in general like you just you know it's it's a it's a craft and a skill like anything else and you need to use it yeah so. and it can be fun <laughs> yeah it is fun it otherwise i wouldn't be, be doing it yeah that's so true <laughs> i'd be doing something else <laughs> like surfing <laughs> awesome cool well that's uh that's all the questions i had for great you. thanks sam yeah thanks so much for doing this and guys i will talk to you in just a bit All right, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you loved Spencer. I think he's such a cool dude. He's so down to earth. He's just a real person who is just a real working actor in L.A., which is really, really refreshing to hear from. If you guys liked any part of this podcast whatsoever, please rate and review it. It only takes a second, and it means the world to me. Also, post it in your Instagram story. Tag me, at Sam Valentine. I'll follow you back. I'll appreciate it. Mucho. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Thank you, Spencer, for your time and energy. Thank you, as always, to Maggie Zabo for your beautiful theme song. And guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.